Totally awesome, Emily Johnson. I know it doesn't really. But they're synonymous. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, friend of mine. Many of you have become friends with her as well. She's been a partner with us for some time. And early on, we were really just pumped to be able to provide you her services, have that partnership. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. You don't have to be an expert in an area as long as you have a friend who is. And so when it comes to you have friends or family and they're like, we're looking to sell our house. Most of the time, that's not fun. That's not the sort of thing that makes a person say goody, goody gumdrops. Because, man, if you do not get the right person, it can be even with the right person. It can be a hassle. Uh, and and so knowing Emily Johnson, it is I'm just so grateful to be able to say, hey, here's a friend of mine. Use her. She's fantastic. And so many of you have done the same. That word of mouth is, is I know, tremendously successful for her because she has proven results. And so buying or selling or just any preliminary questions about buying or selling, Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Well, the White House has announced that Biden has been briefed on the grounding of all these flights until 8 Central, 9 Eastern, due to this system that alerts pilots as to any sort of problems or issues that could uh, be interference for flight or cause dangers, um, you know, runway issues or so forth, uh, that they have briefed him on the issue. And I'm just, all I, I, I keep flashing back to the video that we have up on Facebook, 1041 Nick Reed, yesterday where he's there with the president of uh, Mexico and prime minister of France, and they're having this conference, and an airplane goes overhead, and it's just like he's seen it for the first time. We've we got the video. You can watch it. He just uh, he stops listening to them, and he's just, oh, his mouth is kind of open, and he's like, oh. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you briefed this guy? Yesterday, he acted as if he saw an airplane for the very first time. Whenever they talk about briefing the president on issues like this, it makes me think of a period of time in my life when I was younger and my great-grandmother was in a nursing facility. And any time there would be some sort of change, like, for example, we got her as a family collectively, a color television once. She had had a black and white TV. That's what she had. I remember when I was a kid, we'd go to her apartment. It was black and white TV. It was moved into uh, her room. She had a private room in this in this nursing facility, and she had this black and white television. And so we thought, it's time to upgrade, get her a color television. And explaining all of this to her. And, you know, like, well, here's what, because something was going on. It was her room. And she may not necessarily, I mean, she was, she was there cognitively, but, you know, it's, you have people coming in and you know, they're changing things around. And so you're just sort of explaining, hey, here's what's going on. And, you know, maybe, the, you know, we're just kind of keeping them in the loop here so they don't feel as if, uh, you know, they're necessarily, uh, 
disconnected from what's going on in their world. And I feel like that is what oftentimes happens with um, with Biden. Uh, they're just all right now, Mr. President. Just so you know, there the, there's we have flights and they're there. We had them come down and they're not in the sky anymore. We're keeping them on the ground because there is this computer thing that they use and it's just not working right now. And uh, we're just getting it back up and going. That's all you need to know. And oh, okay. Biden finally addressing the. Stolen documents, the term I'm using to stay consistent with the media's description of Trump having classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. Those were declared to have been stolen. So in order to be consistent, uh, Biden's stolen documents that were found stuffed away in a closet. It became very clear he had to address this issue, and he's gonna—he's playing the dementia card essentially. I, I didn't know anything about this. Oh, oh, oh! This is news to me. If you didn't know about it, who did? How do you not know about it? Sounds irresponsible. I believe is the term that he used to describe Trump. We'll play audio of of his remarks regarding this and why, in reality. His defense is actually potentially a little more dangerous for the United States than if he said, yeah, I knew I had him. Shouldn't have been in there. Didn't think it was that big of a deal. That actually would have been a better explanation. Jason Rima with news. The FAA pausing all U.S. flight departures until at least 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's because of a computer outage uh, that's affecting flights nationwide this morning. Uh, Flights being delayed at multiple locations across the country. The FAA is uh, trying to work on restoring its notice-to-air mission system, and the agency says it will provide frequent updates as it makes progress. The new Greene County budget includes a 5% cost-of-living adjustment for county employees. Several county services have been dealing with labor shortages, so recruiting and retaining employees has become a top priority. Southeast Missouri Congressman Jason Smith has been elected the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. Republican winning a three-way race, Smith will preside over entitlement programs like Medicare and Medicaid. Smith has said in past interviews that he wants to hold hearings on health care costs and focus on health care in rural America. I'm Jason Rima. You're listening to Springfield Stock 1041. First alert forecast there. The National Weather Service has issued a dense fog advisory for some of the listening area. Take a little extra care while you are. Driving this morning, otherwise cloudy high of 65 with a slight chance of rain tonight down to 34. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a slight chance of rain in the morning. Temperatures will be falling down to 34. Friday, sunny 38, back up into the 50s for the weekend. It was revealed that the Biden administration had been covering up the fact that he had stolen classified documents. They had been discovered discovered before the the Biden administration knew this. They had been discovered before the midterm elections, yet they kept it quiet. That's what one would call a cover-up. Now, we're not supposed to pay any attention to that, nothing to see here, because it's Biden. Biden does it, it's okay. Trump does it, it's bad. This is Biden remarking on the classified documents that were stolen from the White House. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. 
When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol, when I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn oh, that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And uh, there'll be more detail at that time. Now, we're going to talk about this cooperate fully. This is what they're going to use as the get-out-of-free-jail card. And this is what they are already using in order to claim that Trump is guilty and Biden is not. However, that's not what they have long accused Trump of in terms of the great sin. But, you know, Biden made a comment in there about being secure in the Capitol, in my Capitol office. These were not discovered in his Capitol office. These were not discovered in a secure Capitol office. These were in a closet in his office at the Penn-Biden Center which is not under any sort of security like the Capitol or like Mar-a-Lago is with Secret Service. This is a building that pretty much anyone in certain capacities has access to. I mentioned earlier, they rent the rooftop out for parties, weddings, anniversaries, bachelorette parties. I don't know if he was trying to, if he was claiming that they were found in his secure capital office. Part of the problem with Biden is that he jumbles things up. He has these, these, I mean, Kamala Harris gets accused of word salad. He's like word coleslaw. It's even more mixed up. And so it, it becomes very difficult at times to decipher what it is that he's actually trying to say because he throws random words into sentences that shouldn't necessarily be there. And, and I don't know if he's trying to claim that, th- that that's where these documents were found, but the, the, there's no need even reference in the context of these particular stolen documents, the fact that it was in a secure capital office because that's not where these were. Now, we're going to get a traffic update, and then it's very important to understand the distinction of the distinction. You see, there, the, the media's defense of Biden is that, well, as soon as they found him, they turned it over. That, see, that's the difference here. That's what makes it okay to steal classified documents, because Biden turned them over. His attorneys turned them over. So let's discuss why that is BS. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Right, so Joe Biden claims he was totally surprised to learn that he had stolen classified documents and had them put in a closet or that they were in a closet at his office at uh, Penn Biden Center. 
and that his attorneys are doing the right thing. You know, oh, I was just so so surprised to hear this, and I'm glad. You see how he disconnects himself from it. Like, like, this has nothing to do with him. He's really glad that once his attorney, in fact, I bet he's aggravated by this. This should not have happened. And thank goodness his attorneys found this, and they did the right thing. They turned it over. Well, number one, we don't know when they actually found these. As usual with the media, they take whatever information is fed them from, in this case, Biden's people, and they just assume it's true. How do we know they turn that? Realize this is how it's presented. And this is how the media presents it. Well, they turned it over right away. According to who? Oh, them. Oh, okay. Because if they had found them some time ago, let's say maybe even during the time or prior to the Biden administration's decision to raid Mar-a-Lago, that would not be a very convenient time to say, oh, by the way, we got some too. Are we supposed to believe that they would admit that? That they would say, oh, no, we've had them for some time, but for political purposes, we kept that hidden. We're just supposed to take them at their word. Now, remember, they're trying to claim that's what absolves Biden. Is that as soon as they found him, they turned them over. But that is not... Why it is that Democrats were calling for Trump to be charged. That's not why it is that the Biden administration has a special prosecutor investigating Trump. It was because he had the documents in the first place. That's what it was all about. And how dangerous that could be. And how and and what was in them that made him want to have those documents to the point to illustrate that that was the great sin. They were leaking out information that, oh, it has nuclear information in it, of course, and that also was treated as if it was absolute true in fact, when there is no evidence that it was. Of course, they were complaining about the fact that Trump was arguing in court this, that's what happens whenever the government comes along and says, you have to do this. If you disagree, you have an attorney, you go to court. That's not obstruction of justice. It's not obstruction of justice to defend yourself. It's not obstruction of justice to go to court and argue your case before a judge. That's, that, that, is, that is the justice system. Not obstructing it, but participating in it. And while they complained about that and uh, used that in order to claim that somehow he was acknowledging that he was guilty because, you know, why, why wouldn't he want to turn these over and so forth? But, but it, it, the, the sin, the violation of law that they kept trying to claim wasn't that he was arguing he should be able to keep him, but that he took him in the first place. So now for the media and the Democrats to say, well, it's all right that Biden, he's in the clear because as soon as they found them, he returned them. That wasn't the issue. It was that Trump had it in the first place. And again, many of you know this, a couple of other significant differences. Trump's 
was secure under the watchful eye of the Secret Service. Biden's was not. Trump as president has the ultimate authority to take documents that are classified and say, no, they're not. Biden did not. So if you want to be honest and realistic about the differences here, they don't bode well for Biden, despite the media's desperate attempt to say otherwise. I love also, they're like, well, Trump had like 160 documents. Biden only had 20. Oh, that's how it works now. So if I get caught Robin Brown Derby and I get away with 1200 bucks, all I have to do is point to the fact that somebody else robbed somebody else and they got $6,000 and that means that I'm in the clear. This is how it works, according to Democrats. Or if I rob, you know, somebody blind, and then in the news I see that somebody else did the same thing, and then I go, I was like, hey, uh, I found all this money. I don't know how it got there, but I'm turning it over, and, and I shouldn't be prosecuted. So I'm like, hey, as soon as I found it, I mean, I know I shouldn't have legally had it and everything, but as soon as I found it, I turned it in. So that means I'm innocent. That, that's how this works? Do you think those rules apply to the rest of us? I certainly think not. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. Some of your text messages next. I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. Hear about I, know, it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but it. the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Your text messages for Sarah Myers. Hey, that's me. Well, you know, finding the right company to do home repairs and maintenance can be a hassle. And that's why I'm so grateful that I have Beatles Property Maintenance that I can recommend to you. Whenever you give Beatles a call, they'll come out and they'll take a look at the work that needs to be done around your home. Then they'll shoot you an estimate and then they'll immediately get you scheduled. I just had the Beatles Property Maintenance team out on Monday to fix the issues with my kitchen floor. And in a day, I got new subflooring, new vinyl plank flooring and a vapor barrier installed and I couldn't be happier with the work that the Beatles property maintenance team did at my house. In fact, uh, I'll make sure to get some before and after photos up so you can see the awesome work that they did. Um, So if you're finding yourself needing a home repair or any type of maintenance, whether it be big or small, I highly recommend the Beatles property maintenance team. Now you can find all of the contact information for Beatles property maintenance. That's going to be at ksgf.com under the Sarah's endorsements tab. And don't forget, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S. I almost forgot to spell it. Oh, thank goodness. I know. I almost derailed that whole thing I right know. there. I felt it. I know. I felt it. It was like, an, I felt really good about that endorsement. Oh. It was like a 98% <laughs> and then it went to like a 10% because yeah, I, I well, almost didn't spell it. You just got too close to the sun. I know. Well, I really got to use the restroom, so the, that's all that's all on right, my mind. You, you go do that. Okay, thank you. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line, 447-KSGF. Uh, so if I steal money and put it in a closet, later claim I forgot about it, uh, after it was found I am not guilty of theft, well, if you are a Democrat, yes. You have to belong to the right political party. There have been a lot of excuses and that the Democrats are coming up with why it is okay for Joe Biden to steal classified documents. And one of the, of course, Sheila Jackson Lee, Nancy Pelosi, and, and they're like, well, this is different because, you know, uh, he's cooperating. and try- So, it, yeah, anytime you commit a crime, I guess, as long as you cooperate, then 
you're innocent. You get off scot-free. It's all you have to do. We're going to free up the prison system like there's no tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, you get accused of a crime, you get charged with a the The Moscow killer. This guy that went in, slaughtered all. I guess if he cooperates and admits to every, oh, yep, 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 uh, in any evidence he turns over in the Democrats' world, that means that you get off scot free. By the way, let me note here much of this conversation is in the context of their presentation of Trump in the classified documents. In reality, if we're going to be consistent as we have been, neither of these scenarios is necessarily unusual. Whether it is accidental or otherwise, and perhaps the system should be tightened up a bit to where you don't have these scenarios occurring. Uh, Obama had the same scenario occur where he ended up with classified documents that weren't supposed to this. And it was treated as one of those things that, ah, it's a mistake, you know, uh, but what happened is when Trump did it, they used it as a reason to further go after him and to further just raid his home, call the news networks ahead of time so that they could be there, you know, and get the footage of all the flashing lights in the dark. See, they do it before the sun comes up because the visuals are much more impressive when you see the black and light whites flashing off the side of Mar-a-Lago. That just really drives it home. And so they decided to take what otherwise is a scenario that has occurred on numerous occasions and turn it into a, a, a political sword. And so, okay, fine, you want to do that, then let's play. As Greg Gutfeld said last night regarding this issue, payback is a Hillary Clinton. More of your text messages in moments. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Garage experts, so much more than garages. You got a floor, you got a factory. Industrial applications, just a pet store. Pet store would be a tremendous. If you work at a pet store, manage a pet store, or a veterinarian office, I, I cannot think of a better place. Some just as good, but uh, it's just a perfect place to have garage experts come and take care of your flooring to make it more aesthetically pleasing, easier to keep clean, and make it much more attractive moisture barrier, all the other benefits that uh, Shelly and Mark Long can both explain to you. But it doesn't, of course, have to be limited to any of the... If you if you have a floor you clean, particularly a high-traffic area uh, or an area that does get dirty quite often, restaurants, another perfect place. And and, and the, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different color schemes from which you can choose so they can match completely with whatever ambiance you currently have. And all you got to do is give them a holler. They're not high pressure at all. They'll come, tell you what the process is. Here's what it'll look like. This is what it'll cost. And then if it's for you, then uh, you pull the trigger and you go for it. They're fantastic people to work with, garage experts. You can find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Dense Fog Advisory until 10 o'clock for Green County, counties east of Highway 65 and south of 44. Otherwise, cloudy, 65 for a high today. Slight chance of rain tonight, low of 34. 
Mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain tomorrow morning. Temperatures falling down to 34, 38 on Friday, and then back into the 50s over the weekend. Uh, a couple other text messages, then we'll get to the American Transmissions talk text line, Ron and Nixa. First, though, uh, when Biden, in regards to the stolen classified documents, saying, I don't know what's in the document, sounds a lot like, I don't know anything about my son's business deals. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, somebody noted, wait, he was a professor at Penn. What did he teach? How did I not know this? And how have there not been a lot of his students talking about his time there? He had to be a terrible professor who I sure never had anything weird happen with students. I believe that he never actually taught a class. He was a pino professor in name only who sends attorneys to clean out an office. How much does an attorney cost to perform moving tasks? The attorneys did not have top-secret security clearance. Uh, what did they see or read? A very strange story. Another noting that uh, the Biden situation is even worse because his classified documents were actually left in a closet in his office at, um, what do they call it, Biden? What's the name of it? It's such a weird name to me that they use... Um, these aren't the right stories. I keep wanting to call it the wrong thing. What do I do with those stories? Anyway. It's the Penn Biden office. I think that it's right. It's a, it's a, a, a think tank, which is hilarious. They note that they were not in his control. They were not in his home. They were not in a safe. They were not secure. He did not even remember that they were there when his lawyers found them. And to me, that is also the part. That should be worrisome. It's one thing if he says, yeah, I knew that they were there. I thought that it was okay. I thought they were cleared. Because then you can ask the guy, well, are there any anywhere else? And he can either say yes or no. Now, he may be lying, but at least you know that he knows. But playing the dementia card, playing the dumb card, playing the, I have no idea how, I don't know. Well, if you didn't know that those stolen classified documents were there, what? where else may they be? If ever there's an instance for a raid on a residence or a home to look for more documents, wouldn't it not be this situation in which the guy who had these stolen classified documents is fully acknowledging, I don't know, when, when I got some, I don't even know it. These are dealing specifically with countries like Iran and Ukraine. Of all of the countries to take classified documents regarding, that's a pretty interesting duo. The the, the rationalization coming from the media and from Democrats on this, I think the most honest presentation has been from The View, which ABC News lists as a news show, a news program. And Joy Behar yesterday said, well, we know Trump is a thief and a liar. That's why we don't believe him. But we give Biden the benefit of the doubt because he's not. I I think that's probably 
the most honest presentation. Now, I don't actually believe that they believe Biden is not a liar and a thief. They must know that. But at least that is an acknowledgement that we just shoot. We like this guy, so we're going to give him a pass. We hate this guy, so we're not. It doesn't matter. It's a full acknowledgement, and this is what she explained. It doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. It doesn't matter whether or not what was done was legal, illegal, whether they should or shouldn't have had that. That's not what matters. We hate Trump, and we like Biden. So Trump should go to prison. Well, Biden should not. It happens that at the same time, the defense of Biden is that, well, he's honest and Trump isn't. That the RNC had shared a comprehensive list of some of Biden's lies. Um, And the list, which they shared on Tuesday, details 21 made-up stories Biden has told about himself as president. And this is why it was particularly hilarious. There's just been no president that I believe you could list as many total and complete lies as Biden has told. And so to argue that we should believe him regarding stolen classified documents because he's honest and doesn't lie, are you kidding me? First on the list, Biden's claim that he used to drive an 18-wheeler. Quote, I used to drive a tractor trailer. I only did it for part of a summer, Biden said in 2021. But according to PolitiFact, there's absolutely no evidence he ever did that. He once rode in a tractor trailer. (laughs) However, uh, and he drove a bus one summer during law school, but he never drove an 18-wheeler. Lie number two. On the RNC's list was Biden's claim that he spoke with the inventor of insulin, but of the several people credited with the discovery of artificial insulin, two were dead prior to Biden's birth, and there's absolutely no evidence that he ever had any contact with the others. Number three was Biden's claim that a 2004 fire in Delaware nearly burned the house down with his wife in it and could have claimed the lives of a couple of the firemen as well, but local reporting suggests that the fire was quickly contained to the kitchen and that absolutely no one was injured. Next on the list, Biden's claim that he grew up in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware, where in 1970 Puerto Ricans accounted for 0.39% of the population. Then came Biden's claim that he visited Pittsburgh's Tree of Life synagogue after the shooting, despite the synagogue having no record of any such visit, and Biden's assertion that he had served as a liaison to Israel, Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir during the Six-Day War. That claim was problematic due to the fact that Biden was not yet a senator, and Meir was not even Prime Minister when the war took place. Next came Biden's lie about his first job offer, which he said came from an Idaho lumber company that had no record of him even applying for a job there, let alone working there. And his claim that his first arrest, which he said was for a civil rights protest, however, there are absolutely no records showing that Biden was ever arrested or even attended such a protest. Then there's Biden's now infamous Amtrak story, which, of course, the bigger and more provable the lie is, the more often he tells it, in which he claimed to have discussed reaching the million-mile mark with a conductor who actually died before that milestone was ever reached. Coming in, number 10, Biden's claim that he was appointed to the Naval Academy in 1965. 
despite the fact that he graduated from the University of Delaware that year. Then came Biden's claim that he got cancer from oil refinery pollution. Well, he did at some point have skin cancer, but that was attributed to sun exposure. And, of course, his insistence that he was a full-time professor at the University of Pennsylvania, even though records prove that he never even taught a class. Next came the claim that his, quote, great-grandpop was a coal miner. He was not. And his assertion that while vice president, while not stealing documents from the White House, he finally got an overdue Purple Heart for his uncle Frank. Biden's uncle Frank, however, died before he was even elected vice president, and he also did not earn a Purple Heart. Biden once claimed to have hit a long ball 368 feet off the wall at his second congressional baseball game, where in reality, according to the local news reports covering the ball game at the time, noted that he went 0 for 2 while at bat. Keeping with the sports theme, the RNC lists the number 16 lie. Biden's claim that his grandfather was an All-American football star at Santa Clara University, but NCAA and SCU records suggest otherwise. Biden went on to claim that he could have been an All-American, even though he played on the freshman team for only one semester. He also claimed that he almost walked on to an NFL team and could have made it to the pros. <laughs> Uh, RNC lists the number 19 lie revisited Biden's 2000 claim that he was shot at while traveling overseas. And number 20 was a flashback to his time as a county councilman. He told a story about a woman who called and asked him to remove a dead dog from her lawn. And despite claiming one time that he put it on her doorstep, he would later change the story to claim that he had actually removed it. And rounding out the list at number 21 The president's oft-repeated claim that he was actively involved in the civil rights movement despite no evidence that he was involved at all and a video in which he once talked about how he was never active in the civil rights movement. I mean, that's just scratching the surface. Those are just some of the fun ones. Let's not forget his son Bo died in Iraq or his first wife was killed by a drunk driver. I mean, you could just go on and on. And then the plagiarism, his his first two bids for the presidency had to drop out because he got caught lying about things so often. Back then, the media would actually hold, at least pretend, to try and hold Democrats account for their lies. Uh, But he hung in there long enough, by gosh. Ultimately, though, despite all that, When it comes to his claims regarding these stolen classified documents, and he knows nothing of it whatsoever, he doesn't know what's in them, he doesn't know how they got there, we're supposed to believe him. Because according to one of the hosts on the news program called The View, as presented by ABC, Trump's a liar and Biden is not. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. A couple more text messages on the American Transmission Talk and Text Line. First, my apologies to Ron and Nick's uh, been holding for some time. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I, I think uh, when we start talking about these classified documents, I think people assume that 
Trump was stuffing documents into boxes and loading them up on uh, the helicopter as he left. Yeah. And that's not how it works. I mean, uh, there's a process whenever a president is leaving the office or the, even the vice president where their, their executive assistants come in with a list, you know, and they take notes and the president says, well, I want this, I want that, I want this, and I want that. And the executive assistant and everybody else, they have notes from previous presidents, you know, that say, hey, well, you know, this is what happened last. Do you want this to happen now? So I would imagine that both the president and uh, Biden, when he was vice president, you know, went through this process and told the executive assistant all the things that they wanted, who then took the list to all of their minions, you know, all of their workers and said, okay, let's assemble all of this. Once all of that stuff is assembled and those lists are made, they're approved by the GSA, who actually moves all of the stuff. So the, right. the president, you know, doesn't touch any of this stuff. The executive assistant doesn't touch any of this stuff. Workers from the GSA and the workers from the office of the president actually work together to package all of this stuff up and have it shipped securely to the location that they're designated to be shipped to. So all that stuff that ended up in Mar-a-Lago was approved by the GSA and was shipped down there, and it was released to President Trump's office after they established a secure place to put the classified documents and all that stuff. So all of that happened. Right. You know? Yeah, and and this goes to ultimately you you, you pull back and you look at why all of this is even occurring and and the a president ending up with documents that he should not have had because of of classifications is not something that happened for the first time with Trump this has happened with previous presidents obama being one of them i'm i'm sure i think i read bush too i i, I doubt that there's any president that hasn't had this happen but what occurs is the under the normal treatment of it with Trump, however, they decided to use this as a pretext to have uh, a raid, uh, a, you know, have a SWAT team go in and raid Mar-a-Lago. And again, they do it at night so you can get the visuals of all the lights flashing and, you know, the red and blue. It gives this this weightiness to it, this seriousness, the, the, the visuals that, that show what a criminal this individual is. And so what otherwise has been just a normal scenario— uh, is something that they turned into a weapon. And so now, because it is something that consistently happens, um, it, you know, probably for the most part, totally unintentionally. And, and with Biden, it could very well be the same thing. Although the fact that these papers specifically deal with Ukraine and Iran complicate things a bit. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you know, they find themselves into this. They 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 have created this scenario Otherwise, we wouldn't have even known about it. We Just like whenever it was found that Obama had documents that he should not have had. Nobody knew about it. Nobody cared about it. It was just one of those things. But they made it into this massive issue that was tantamount to treason, according to, to some Democrats. And, and so, you know, this is the world they've created. And I should note, just so we don't forget, even their illogical distinction between the two, claiming that, well, 
it's okay that Biden did it because he's cooperating while Trump did not. Trump cooperated. Trump's attorneys, let's not forget that the government had gone and he was like, full access, go through anything that you want. In fact, one of the reports had noted that one of the, I think it was FBI, that was on, they were surprised that he was even there and he was so accommodating. You guys need anything, whatever, you, and to the point where they suggested you may want to put a more secure lock on. He's like, yeah, we'll do that right away. And I can guarantee you they did not expect that. What they were hoping for is that he would do what they're claiming he did and tried to keep things from them, tried to get the Secret Service to block them from coming in. And instead, he said, come on in, whatever you guys need. Told his people, give them whatever they need. And because he did not create or react in a way that allowed them to present him as hiding something or doing something illegal or refusing to comply, they then had to figure out, okay, how can we raid the place? Because he he screwed up their plans. And so they essentially decided, well, we don't believe that he actually gave us access to everything. We, We just don't believe him. And so then they get the search warrant. Merrick Garland, Biden's little buddy, signed off on it. And that's when they went through Melania's closet. And by the way, I don't. I think that that was on purpose. They they wanted people to know that they were going through her closet because it makes it seem like they suspected Trump was hiding things in her dresses. And you know, a lot of people mocked the FBI and and you know saw it as. A negative for the FBI, but I believe it was the the Biden administration that wanted that info leaked out. So that, you know, it was clear they suspected Trump was really trying to hide stuff. So Trump did. He cooperated to the point it screwed up their plans of making it look like he wasn't cooperating. Hence the search warrant. Traffic update. I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. If you miss any of the show, uh, we do have it up in podcast form. As soon as the show is over on our KSGF app, download it. That's free. News in 60 seconds.